This episode is brought to you by Knights at Arms. Check out the store using the link in the description. I'm Jordan, and welcome to Medieval, and thanks for joining us. Of the many religions prominent in the Middle Ages, just one came to both threaten Christianity on a massive scale and bestow remarkable technology and cultural advances upon Europe. It was Islam, the faith of the Middle East, the driving religion behind one of the most mighty communities in all of history, and the one rival which Christianity could just not overcome. From the 7th century onwards, it would come to triumph over the deserts, cities, and rivers of North Africa and Asia Minor. Ummah is an Arabic term meaning a community of people. Ummah appears in the Quran, the Islamic holy book, and is used to refer to a community of people who share common beliefs, especially those beliefs that are regarded as objects of divine salvation. Before the Ummah emerged, the Arab community in the Middle East was governed by a king. The Islamic religion came about in the midst of the tribal society, and along with it came the concept of Ummah. A messenger or a prophet was believed to carry divine message from God. This is when the term Ummah emerged, and it came about according to the idea that a prophet has been sent to the community by God. In the past, the prophets or messengers were sent to various communities, but Muhammad had a vision of developing an Ummah that was not only for the Arabs, but also for everyone. Muhammad's purpose was to transmit divine message and leadership that he received from Allah, God, to the Islamic community. Islam sees Muhammad as a messenger to the community, suggesting that God is giving direction and shape the life the affairs of the Ummah. The Islamic community based its belief on religion and was required to follow the commands of God and not that of kings. Most historians believe that Islam originated from the city of Mecca approximately 600 years after Christianity came into existence, and this was at the start of the 7th century. However, Muslims believed that it started not with Muhammad, but with the original faith of others, whom they regarded as prophets such as David, Abraham, Noah, Moses, and Jesus, all prophets of Judaism and Christianity. In 610, the Prophet Muhammad started receiving what Muslims contemplate as divine intervention. Muhammad had various encounters with the Archangel Gabriel in the Mount Hera, where he was told to repeat the same things that Allah has spoken. Islam is a word which is used to mean surrender to God, and therefore anybody who came from the same roots, followed the Islam laws, are considered Muslim. Muhammad's message was purely on the existence of one God, who is all-powerful and merciful. In addition to that, the Prophet Muhammad did not fail to acknowledge other prophets, especially Jesus, Moses, and Abraham, assuring the people that the three prophets have preached the same truth in the past. Muhammad managed to win over many followers during this time, and this was met with an increasing opposition from the dignities in Mecca, in 622, the people had a plan against Muhammad and wanted to assassinate him, mainly for acquiring many followers of a religion which opposes the king and the traditional ways of life. Muhammad's uncle, Abu Talib, was very influential and offered him protection. 
But in 622, his uncle died, leaving Muhammad prey to the hatred of many people in Mecca. And this forced Muhammad to migrate to Medina, also known as the city of Yarthrib. It was a journey of about 300 kilometers north. The people of Medina were very welcoming and excited to learn from Muhammad. He continued to preach and recite the words which Allah revealed to him. After the death of Muhammad in 632, disagreements broke out over who was to succeed him as the leader of the Muslim Ummah. Over many decades, the Muslim community spread throughout the Middle East, and this was through conquest, resulting in the growth of the Muslim state. During this period, men fought for their religion because their tribesmen and friends were doing the same. In addition to that, religion was inspired by military conquest and by greed and politics. The resultant fear of this mixture of motives was the process which forced Islamic and other Arab communities to grow rapidly and to be recognized both religiously and politically. After the death of Muhammad, the Muslim Federation came to strain and to make matters worse, Muhammad did not get the chance to choose his successor. Many people insisted that their loyalty was only to Muhammad and that now he is dead and they are free to end their loyalty to Islam. Before things became worse, the community was fortunate to choose Muhammad's close friend and father-in-law, Abu Bakr, as his successor. Abu Bakr took immediate military action against the communities that wanted to break away from the Islam religion. These campaigns were known as the Apatse, and within two years, Arab was joined as a single country, which was under Muslim control. In 634, Abu Bakr, who was known as the first Khalifa, died and was later succeeded by the second Khalifa known as Umar Abu al-Khattab. Umar ruled for 10 years up to 644 and found himself as the ruler of a unified state with a organized army. Umar used the organized army as a tool and managed to spread Islam further in the Middle East. Within a few years after the Battle of Sanid Empire in Iraq, Muslim had conquered some parts of Egypt to the south and Armenia to the north. Some empires, such as the Byzantine Empire, continued to suffer with the rapid rise of the Muslim Empire. Whilst in Europe, tribes and confederations battle over the land after the fall of Rome. Islam quickly grows in the east. Over many decades, Islam came to triumph over Arabia. For now, they are yet to meet the people of Europe, but Islam will play an extremely important role later in the story of the Middle Ages, and it's crucial to know about its advance. That's all for today, but we'll see you soon for more episodes of Medieval. Thanks for listening.